Welcome back to another episode of the Mama To Be Honest podcast. My name is Jenea. This is episode 13. Mm. Wow, 13. Lucky 13. And I'm here with my lucky man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be I, Maurice. How you doing, honey? I'm always good. We've been uh, drinking, so I'm even better. Yeah, it is a Saturday night. I didn't think we would get something recorded before tomorrow. I love to release on Sundays because... You know, it's a day of rest, and I hope that people can listen to this on Sundays if they're bored or they're cleaning their house or something, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, anyway, we have had, we have had such a busy summer, wouldn't you say? Like, I didn't, I don't think we expected our summer to be this busy. Like, Mm -hmm. we haven't really traveled, you know, really far, but we've, we've had a, a busy summer. Like, it hasn't been, like we're jet setting or anything, but it's just been busy with family Mm -hmm. and friends and taking our kids places and just trying to make it eventful. So I, I, I have been, I think my body is telling me that I'm exhausted. (laughs) How have you been doing? I think, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's way different than last summer. I feel like last summer we still had, you know, fresh baby, you know, (laughs) fresh baby. You mean Malachi? (laughs) Oh yeah, that guy. He was still out here doing what he do. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's been more eventful because we've been stretching ourselves and actually going more places, which is pretty dope. I can't yeah. wait to see what next summer brings. Yeah, it's it's been really fun, though. I think we have challenged ourselves to really get our, our kids out and about. I'm, I am not recognizing, I, ha- I guess I haven't recognized until now just how much we have lived through the pandemic as first-time parents. But it really took us a minute to be comfortable, to be out and about with our kids just on, on a whim. And even this, we were, we, so we traveled to Pismo Beach this last weekend to see my side of the family. And that was planned within like the span of a month. It wasn't, it wasn't really a long time coming. And so I think we're getting better at just getting out and planning things and getting our kids the experiences that they deserve and mm-hmm. I think it really at least at least it's taken me a while to realize okay they need to do things <laughs> and get out into the world and you know it's it's no fault of my own or our own but you know it's it's kind of it's it's kind of sucky that we had to live through that in in our first few years as as parents yeah, the, the pandemic was real. Yeah, it was uh, real. <laughs> and and I, I think, honestly, it's we were hardened by it. So, of course, like we just got so used to just, you know, being secluded with our children. But I think as we continue to grow and as we know that they need more experiences getting out there, being with their family, being with all their cousins and their aunties, it'll be much easier, especially once we get a bigger car. Yeah. You know, just to just <laughs> roll up and mob as the McClure's. Right, exactly. Yeah, so it was so much fun. We we went down to Pismo Beach last weekend to see my side of the family, and it was the first time that both of our kids met and hung out with all of their cousins, and it was really really cool to see. I've got I've got a huge family on my mom's side. Um, my mom has a ton of siblings. Her siblings have a ton of kids, and their kids have a ton of kids, and so those are my kids' technical, I got like second or third cousins. I don't know what it's t- 
technically called, but I mean, me it's and, like their cousins. Like it. It's like a once removed yeah. and removed and all that stuff. Exactly. But I mean, I grew up with all of my cousins. We were really close. I mean, before, before my brother was born, those were like my siblings growing up. So it was really special to see Jade and Malachi hang out with their cousins and Jade try to boss her older cousins around. <laughs> yeah, she is assertive. She is very assertive, and I think it's going to get her really far in life. But it was, it was a really fun time just to be with my family, and even in the moments that I lose my cool, because let's be real, traveling with toddlers is it is a challenge. There's this there's this meme or this this joke quote that I constantly keep in my head for parents it's not vacation it's watching your kids in a different zip code <laughs> just yeah, so true because you your kids don't know what vacation is they don't know what it is to relax they don't know what it is to sleep in it's just you know taking family trips and having those experiences with your kids so I'm getting used to that and I'm learning how to do trips with our family having kids I mean, it's a learning experience. I feel like we'll we will get comfortable the more that we do it. Uh, it'll get a lot easier, and then we'll just be able to pick up and and dip and go places as a as a family, and know that this is going to be a different experience than just sitting at the house. Yeah, but I'm really glad we every every time we do a trip like this, which is I could count them on one hand, <laughs> but every time we do, I. I'm so grateful that we do when we get home. <laughs> I mean, in the moment during the trip, there will be times where I'm overwhelmed or we'll have tantrums and I'll explode or, you know, something that's hard. But when we get home and we look back, I'm always glad that we do it because we're not going to remember the hard moments. We're going to remember Malachi's first time at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> running around with a cupcake in his hand <laughs> and like having the time of his life and Jade hanging out with her cousins and having a blast. So I'm really glad that we did that. Anywho, we, Maurice and I were talking in the car today when we were taking the kids out. We're actually, we're shopping around for a new family car right now because we are realizing that as our kids go, I think, <laughs> I think taking this trip to Pismo really opened our eyes to the fact that we are so cramped in our car. <laughs> the amount so of Tetris we, you played was yeah. admirable. Yeah, the car Tetris is not fun anymore. So we are car shopping for a new family car. The car market is abysmal right now, which is kind of unfortunate, but we're we we're kind of desperate. So I think we're going to be pulling the trigger here in the next couple of months on, on a new car. So... We've been shopping. We took out. We took the kids um, window shopping for cars today. And on the way to do that, I was like, I really want to record. I'm I'm kind of itching to record a new episode. And of course, I call Maurice the idea man. He's always been my idea man because he's got so many ideas that he wants to execute, and I am the executor, <laughs> executor, executor. Um, it doesn't. I lay them up and you slam. Executioner. Down that's how that's how this team works. Yeah, we are we are the alley oop of couples. Mm -hmm. Lob <laughs> but, city. Yeah, so he he just had a ton of ideas, and I always appreciate him for that. But he had some ideas and topics 
at the t- at the forefront of his of his big brain of his and so I thought it'd be cool to to bring some of those into just a casual conversation. We've also been having a couple cocktails this evening after getting the kids down for the night. So it's been nice time to share together. But I wanted to spend today talking about gentle parenting. It's this has been a topic on on my mind and I think in our trip today to the dealership you were talking about how we approach tantrums and how we... <laughs> how we navigate the nuances between, like, trying to be patient enough to draw them boundaries, letting them feel what they feel, but then also, like, giving them room to talk about them. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I, think, in, I think in more than one past episode, I've talked about how we are not gentle parents, but the more that I observe... And learn from you. I actually think we are on more the spectrum of gentle parents than we think. Mm. And I kind of want to go into why. But before we do that, let's talk about us and kind of what we're what we're doing, what we're into. Mm. So, mm-hmm. uh, Maurice, what are you? What are we watching these days? What are What are we watching at the end of our evenings when the kids go to bed? Oh, let's talk about that. Absolutely, watching the bear. The bear. Hey, shout out to my little sister for putting me on or putting us on. Did Mia put us onto that? Yeah, she did. Oh, she did. She was like, "Y'all should watch the bear." Man, I have not watched such a stressful show like like the bear. It is such a good show. I'm really into shows that I've just styles of shows that I've never seen before. And I think the bear falls into that category. Wouldn't you say? Yes. It's, it's it's pretty eye opening. I know it's a dramatization of what really happens in the kitchen, but from your experience, you tell me that it's like very close. Actually. I mean, it depends. It depends on the restaurant you're working in. I've worked in a couple of restaurants. It really depends on the environment, but I've never worked in like a Michelin star restaurant and I would imagine that it's very demanding so I mean I'm gonna take it for what it is I I fully believe the stress level and the pressure in restaurants like that yeah I I feel (laughs) I feel that now going forward whenever I say hey man this food was all right I'm gonna feel even more bad (laughs) (laughs) because they put in so much work yelling at each other just to give me my $17 $17 but I feel like shit. but I feel like as a customer we would know when we're experiencing something special I don't know I that's just me I've I've experienced it before a couple times like a handful of times yeah but it was like hella stressful well I mean like in some of the scenes or like you know some of the some of the the episodes where they are working in mission star restaurants True. it's yeah so we're watching the bear. We're also watching what is that Netflix show? Quarterback? Oh, that that that's Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're watching Quarterback. We are itching to get back into football season. We are a huge football household. Maurice has taught me how to love football. I did not love football before I met this man. Like I I never really understood it either, but ever since I've met you over 10 years ago, it's it's just such a fun sport to learn about and to understand. So now that I, I feel like I know a fair amount oh, of football. I'm, I'm like, so I'm fairly educated. And Absolutely. the questions I ask, I'm, I'm not afraid to ask Maurice because he never, no question is a dumb question, even though I have lots of dumb questions. So yeah, it's been a fun show to yeah. watch. 
Absolutely. It's also a good like prelude to Hard Knocks. It's gonna come out hopefully soon. for yeah, soon. We got, we got the Jets. Oh, the Jets. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. That's gonna be cool. Wow. Wait. So who is the Green Bay quarterback now? Oh, uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean. Oh, he was. He's played before. We've seen him play, right? And he was terrible. Oh but, boy. I mean, like you never know. Maybe now that the key, he's gotten the keys of the kingdom, he'll be good. We don't know. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a lot of question marks. How are you feeling about our Niners this year? I think that we're awesome. We just don't know who's going to play quarterback. Yeah. But like, other Because than that, we have... Who do we have? Oh, we have Trey. We have Trey. We have Bradford. We have Sam Bradford. And we have... Good. And we have who's the kid that brought us almost to a Super Bowl? Don't, hey, hey. You got to remember, young Purdy, the god himself. <laughs> Brock Purdy. He going to be solid. Sturdy Purdy. Big beep. Brock. <laughs> Good job, baby. You you did that. This is a family podcast, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't believe it. So it's so it's always so heartbreaking <laughs> to yeah. see us get so close. Yeah, I know. And me sitting on them stairs fretting. Yeah, Maurice, when he watches the 49ers, he doesn't sit on the couch. He sits on the stairs. <laughs> And it, like, it makes me stressed out. <laughs> I know he is like five times more stressed out than I am. <laughs> yeah, he refuses to sit on the couch when he watches the Niners. But that's what we're watching. Mm-hmm. Are there any, I don't know, any anything in the news or current events you oh, want to talk about lately? No, because I don't watch the news. <laughs> you know that. Well, the news, I guess social media. Any any interesting things you want that have come up on your feed that you think... I'm not really one for, like, news or, like, really tripping off the politics of things. I just like what I like, and I yeah. think that if it's funny, I'm going to follow yeah, it. Yeah, I think you and I have moved away from anything political these days, yeah. and it's been nice. We don't have time to worry about that, hey, man. <laughs> to be real. Hey, if it don't affect my day-to-day, <laughs> I'm not really going to be Yeah, I mean, a lot of you will probably disagree with that, but it's we just don't have the capacity to worry about any of this ish right now i think it's we probably should to we some should. extent maybe locally or regionally well i'll say for me i have never cared about so, politics yeah so it's like yeah. it'd be hard for me to like pick it up right now because i'm like oh if there's <laughs> when you have two kids yeah I'll, there's probably <laughs> other things i would want to care about before that yeah where yeah. it's like i would like i want to learn spanish do i want to learn about what my local officials are doing absolutely not <laughs> I'd much rather learn Spanish than that. Yeah, Maurice is, he's, and he's doing a very okay job <laughs> sticking to Spanish. So, what, so just imagine if there was politics involved. <laughs> It'd be awful. Yeah. And I mean, every family is different, but there are so many things on our list of things that we feel we need to put more time into that we're just not. Finding a home church is one of those things. Like Absolutely. We, we, we have not done a good job at shopping around for a home church. Our faith is something really important to us, but clearly, like, we're just talking the talk and not walking the walk with that. Like, we are very behind in, in, in finding a home church. We, Maurice and I both grew up in the church, and it's something that we, now that our kids are getting older, are recognizing that is very important for our kids to also grow up in but we have yet to find a home church we haven't put in the time and effort into finding a home church so 
you know, when the time, when the time comes, I know the time is like well past, but that's something, I mean, I'm going to call us out for that for sure. I mean, it's always a good time. I feel like, uh, there's no, we need to extend grace to ourselves for that because I mean, much like we talked about earlier, we were in 2020, we weren't really used to like going and getting involved in like groups of people doing stuff. And just because, and let's also acknowledge that just because we're not going to a church doesn't mean that we're not still faithful people. We still, you know, introduce the daily words to our life to make sure that they guide us and we make sure that our children understand what that is. But it would be awesome if they could be in an environment where a collective of people are doing the same thing so that they can see that this is not just a McClure Manor thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, you're right, you know, it doesn't, we don't technically need to be in a church, but I think the Bible also says, you know, the importance of the body of a church and to be part of a church, and I just think it's... But the Bible also says, we're two or three of y'all at, in my name. I'm right there with you. So it's hard. (laughs) So if we talking technicalities, (laughs) we got four of us now. Hey, hey, bro, you here, you at the manor. Now we just want to be with like 20 other people. I love what the Bible's like. <laughs> eh, two or three. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know two or three. Two, four or three. Right. Hey, the whole church there? Oh, for sure. Okay. Two okay. or three? Hey, the minimum. You know what? Requirement. You're right. Two or you're three. right. You're right. But, you know, <laughs> I still think the sense of community would. Oh, would, I absolutely agree. And this is also, we're talking about you and I. We're very, like, not comfortable in group settings where we don't know people so i think it would be good for us to challenge ourselves at the benefit of our kids because we might find a community that we don't expect Mm -hmm. and i don't think we i don't think you and i can to our fullest extent like do the best job at teaching our kids about god or the bible you know as like a community of church can, mm-hmm. you know, so I think it's worth a shot. And oh, I absolutely you know. agree. But yeah, hey, two or three, y'all. Hey, hey, the bare minimum, <laughs> two or three, I'm with you. But if, if two... you want to be at a church, I'm also with you too. That's what I if got. Two or three are gathered, I am in the midst. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Let's get into it. Are we gentle parents? Past Janaya said no. Janaya now and Janaya in the past several weeks thinks, mm, you know what? I think we actually are probably on the spectrum of gentle parents. And here's why I say that. So I think this actually comes from you a lot. And I've learned a lot in your parenting style. And I don't know like where you get this from or if it's something that you've just developed or learned or I don't know. I honestly have never really asked you like where you've gotten your parenting style from. I know that you you have expressed like your influences and your dad and your mom and your sister. But there is something about just like your patience level that I think has created a unique parenting style for ourselves that that falls on like the gentle parenting spectrum. Gentle parenting is like technically defined as you are choosing to set clear boundaries and underline what you're asking of your child. You limit your request to focus on the action you do want to encourage. Um, It focuses on things like empathy, 
taking your children's feelings seriously, validating your children, over over utilizing patience, moving away from authoritative parenting, and like problem solving with your child, and just taking the time to understand their feelings in the moment and not shaming them for those types of feelings. And when I initially heard gentle parenting, I really understood it as, and maybe this is just because of like examples that I've seen out in real life of like your kid walking all over you, right? And and letting them feel out in the open and like just letting that happen. But the more I understand it and the more that I kind of see how we operate with our kids, we really do extend a, a ton of patience and grace and understanding to our kids and like allowing them to like, ah, <laughs> like explode. And I think, I mean, now that Jade's getting older, like it's, it's really more so with her. And I think Malachi is going to model much after that, but we really allow her to explode and tantrum and have the space she needs to feel what she's feeling. And then talking to her about it and not immediately coming down on her as that's not okay. Go figure that out yourself. Come back when you're ready to be good. You know what I mean? Mm. As much as we say that we do that, I don't think we really do. I think we actually are more biased towards let's figure out what you're feeling and let's unpack that. So, I mean, would you agree with that Uh, assessment? (laughs) I absolutely agree. I think that, of course, like I've had my influences, my big sister being the biggest one of just trying to understand, like navigating, like how to respond to certain feelings from your children, but then also it's just taking little tidbits from whatever you've showed me from, whether it be like uh, Instagram having like big little feelings. Like, big little feelings. Hey, they, be, they be on they, they be in the they back. Are. They are. Yep. They are. They're, uh, yeah, they are like gentle parenting without saying they're yeah. gentle parenting. Yeah. But it's like I take what they do mm-hmm. and I like to sprinkle our sauce because I think that when it comes to a uh, big part of what you said, the biggest thing that stands out is like extending like that grace mm-hmm. because again, we're faithful people. So if there's one thing that we need to model is the grace that God gives us, we need to give to others, especially to our children. So yeah. I want to give them the room to do what they do, but I'm going to make sure that there's like a line set. The and boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you cross that line, I want you to understand that there's going to be actions for that. You know, the, there's going to be consequences for your actions mm-hmm. that you just crossed. And I think we do a good job of like, at least like voicing, this is what happens when you do this action. Right. And this is what we're going to do if you do that. Yeah. But also giving them some power in that choice. And so um, a key example is when she was at the beach this last weekend, you know, she told you she didn't want to go. Everybody's packing up. She's like, I'm going to stay here. Just, <laughs> I don't care. I, I like this beach. I'm going to stay she here. She lives at the beach now. <laughs> yeah. And you came back and you told me like, hey, she's back there with the family. They're packing up. And so I knew like, okay, this is a situation I'm going to walk into where she's going to tell me that she's upset because she doesn't want to go back. 
but I'm telling her that it's time to go back. Uh, that she doesn't understand the relationship of like, it's time to do something yet. And so I want to be, you know, mindful of that and not just be upset that she doesn't understand that or she's mad that it's time to do something. Right. Because she doesn't understand that. And it'd be poor of me to be upset at her for that. So at least like letting her know in that moment when I went to the beach and I said, you know what? It's time to go. Everybody's leaving. I know we had fun today. I know that you're frustrated that we have to leave and you want to stay. But that's not the move right now. Mm -hmm. We're going home. And so you could either walk with me like a big girl or I could pick you up. What do you want to do? What do you want to choose yeah. to happen? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's something I love that you have used is you're either choosing to leave the beach or you're choosing to have me pick you up and yeah. leave the beach. And I can, she's getting more and more intelligent because she's like, no, I don't want either of those. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the like empowering our children to have choice and to explain, take the time to explain to them why something needs to happen while still setting a boundary is why I'm like, oh my gosh, we are the ultimate gentle parents, but within like clear boundary, like mm -hmm. with clear boundaries set. And I think that's something that's taken a ton of practice and the fact that we are now embodying what gentle parenting is without letting our children walk all over us mm -hmm. is I'm like really proud of that because it's taken a ton of practice and you are way better at it than I am because you have the, the tolerance of yeah. the most tolerant person in the world. But even looking at like the progress that I've made and that I don't think I explode nearly as much as I used to, I still have my moments, but I think seeing how, like, the amount of practice that it takes and the repetition, seeing how far they, they have also come and understanding how they're, like, understanding their feelings and even talking about, even reflecting, hey, I did this and I cried. I'm not going to do this anymore. Like Jade mm -hmm. will literally say that out loud because yeah, of really the funny. amount of times that we have practiced this with her, setting the boundary. It's really, it's really, it's really cool to see that in practice and to, to see that we are validating the feeling while also setting the boundary. And I think another great example is say when Jade snatches something from us or from her little brother and you know we'll take the thing back and she'll I don't know hit me or hit you or hit Malachi and in that moment you could either I don't know some parents would hit your kid back or say go in the corner or shun your kid mm. but I think something that has now become second nature to us is validating the feeling i understand that you're angry right now mm -hmm. and then setting the boundary it is not okay to hit in response to your anger or to snatch or to snatch it's not okay to, it's not okay to snatch and to hit because of how you're feeling mm -hmm. i'm gonna move myself or daddy or brother over here now to keep ourselves safe and the fact that that used to be such a foreign concept to us but now is like mm -hmm just general response and general practice is 
it's gonna I feel like it's our kids are gonna be so emotionally intelligent that and it's, it's kind of crazy yeah it's gonna it's kind of crazy um and I think another point to that is I feel like I'm proud of us because we used to get really I think the feeling of like seeing your kid be loud or blow up in public too was also something that we overwhelming yeah yeah and you know you never want to be like those parents but then it was like a point in my time when I was just like I don't care I don't, I don't care hey, I don't give a fuck yeah. hey my kid is going. My to kid out. has feelings. Yeah, and you're gonna deal with that. Yeah, if y'all, if you mad, be mad. Yeah, say something. Be mad. Yeah, express your feelings. It <laughs> <laughs> tells me how we you can, feel. Come over here with us because <laughs> yeah. we me, are learning feelings yeah. too, and we are allowing our kids yeah. to have feelings. Yeah, but just because you feel that way doesn't mean that this is gonna yeah. stop. You know what? I'm really glad you said that because I'm still working on that. It's like it's the public settings that I have to get over because. At the end of the day, we could be at home. We could be at Trader Joe's. Yeah. We're not going to have different lessons by environment. It doesn't doesn't work that way. I don't think. I think we'd be doing them a disservice. Absolutely agree. But I'm still working on that because, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh god, like I'm in Trader Joe's. Like people are looking at me. Like people are looking at like they're like judging me and my parenting style. But at the end of the day, I don't know these people. You know, like. At the end of the day, my kid, it's my kid's going to be confused if I shame them in public or yeah. if I tell them to shut up. Like, and so that, that's something I think I'm getting to, to, but you're right. It's the, I'm over the hump of these, like, what am I going to do? Like my, I have to teach my kid that they are okay at expressing their feelings and long term, how are they going to, how are they going to do this in public if I mm-hmm. respond to them? shamefully you know what i mean and i think the the proof i feel like the proof is in the pudding because we see jay model some of the behaviors or she'll like catch on when we say hey this ain't the move or let's let's not do that right now and i understand that and she like does a quick 180 like okay then we'll do this tomorrow mm-hmm. like with uh with reading multiple books you know we make that deal where it's like hey do you want one or two books she says she wants one i'm like all right is that the deal all right, for sure. We shake on it. We go in there. Then she tries to pull another one out. And I'm like, hey, you said you wanted one book. And she'll, she'll like, at first she'll fuss. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, but you said, and this is what we're going to do. I understand that, that you want another one. Mm-hmm. But right now. And she'll yeah. be like, okay, we'll read this tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. perfect. But it doesn't happen that way overnight. And I think now in those moments where she has that clarity, and I know Malachi will eventually be like this as well. But where she's like, okay, yeah, I did say this. It clicks with her. I'm like, oh my gosh. All of those months of putting in that work is like, you recognize those wins and you recognize like, oh my gosh, this is actually... That small win got big feelings. The small win, big feelings, right? But it's actually working and I'm like so proud of that. But yeah, it is. And I I think there are, again, I say spectrum of gentle parenting because... There are moments where we can't spend an hour explaining this validation boundary thing. So I think we get to the point where we're like, okay, you have a choice here. You are choosing to do this or you're choosing to have me do that, right? So, I don't know. It's like getting in your car seat. Yeah, that's the number um, one thing I thought about. It's getting in your car seat, right? So her 
not wanting to get in the car seat. Or her wanting to do it herself. Or wanting to do it herself, right? And we are literally up against, like, we're, we're late or we got to be somewhere. That's very important. And we don't have time to extend that grace. Yeah. But it's like we still want to set boundaries and explain choices and empower our kids to do whatever. And so I think that's where, you know, we might be on like the lower spectrum of gentle parenting because, you know, maybe some parents will bleed into that deadline or be, be willing to be late to something where we're just like, okay, situation by situation, Case by case, we got to make these choices. And so sometimes we will have to like physically pick up our kids and go. do something where we're like, okay, I'm trying to explain this to you as best as we can, but like we got to freaking go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's where maybe I was a bit confused as to like, no, like we are more like authoritative parents, but we're, we're setting boundaries within, you know, certain types of grace mm. by situation. You know what I mean? I so. think, but the, the, the honestly, I feel like the hardest concept to teach them is the concept of like time to do something. <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're, they're children. They <laughs> yeah, don't know I know. What time but means. it's like it's time to do this. Like we need, like there's like a limited amount of time to do something, and then like you said, it's case by case. So it's like I don't know how to be like, hey, today we can take five yeah. to ten minutes to let you buckle in, <laughs> but for some reason tomorrow, I'm telling you, like no. Yeah, we gotta go. And it's hard. It's hard because we're not gonna be perfect. And <laughs> I mean, you know those days where I'm, I just, I pick up my kids and I'm like, "Daddy has all the patience. Mom, I am not patient. Mommy is not patient." So you that's setting but, a boundary, though. But you're dealing with me, okay? Yeah. So you think <laughs> you think I'm here to play? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I say. Is like you think I'm here to play? You think I have patience? Well, I don't. Daddy yeah. has the patience today, and you're dealing with me. Yeah. So. There are just, we can only do so much. We can only do so much, but I think we, I think we're gentle parents. I say a nice little 65, 70% of the time. <laughs> I give it, I, I feel very confident. I think, about that. I think you don't give yourself enough credit. I think you are like a solid 90% gentle parent. Is that because you're always saying like, don't talk to daddy like that? <laughs> you don't say that to daddy. Maybe. And I just let her say it. Just Maybe. Like, hey, man, say what you say. But... Yeah, we love we love big little feelings. We we are avid big little feelings followers. They are wonderful. I don't remember their names. One is Kristen. The other one I forget. But don't ask me. You know I don't remember. Yeah, but they they've got wonderful tips, and I think they're just doing the world a service. So absolutely. Them yeah, is, them and Miss Rachel. Miss <laughs> Rachel. Just some winningest white women in my oh. life. The winningest white women <laughs> in my life. Just. Spoken by Maurice McClure. Oh, man. <laughs> the winningest white women declared by a black man. Yeah, hey, don't talk to them. Hey, don't talk mess about them. <laughs> I got their back. 100%. Yeah. So we are, we're, we have developed a parenting style of our own, but I think it's, I think it's on the spectrum of, of gentle parenting. But anyway, I, I'm really glad we talked about this. I don't want to spend too much time on this episode, but I I wanted to, I just wanted to come on here and say. <laughs> Do you still want to hear my idea? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So I, <laughs> I cut Maurice off before this episode because I was like, oh, let's let's get this recorded because we have our food, deli- we have ramen waiting for us, you guys. But 
Maurice has a Halloween costume idea and it's always around this year where we want to have a good idea so that we can have it ready and then we always forget about it and then mm. we're just scrambling by the time October rolls around. What is your family Halloween costume idea? Maurice well, one, McClure? we do scramble, but then you do a great job of <laughs> doing a makeshift costume. I'm the executor, fit. executioner, yeah. executor. Idea. <laughs> we do hook. Hook. Like, pan- Rob- like Robin Williams hook. You're a pan. I'm Pan as in Robin Williams? Peter Pan, yeah. Okay, I'm Peter Pan. Jade is Rufio. Me and Malachi are Lost Boys. Oh, shoot. Don't tempt me with a good time. I want to say... Peter Jan. (laughs) Elizabeth. All I want to say all night is, he lost him good. (laughs) That's all I want to say. I'm I'm, going to do that dude. He lost him good. He really did lose his marbles, didn't he? (laughs) He lost him good. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. I think... I think... We've never admitted it, but I think Hook is one of our favorite movies. Oh, it's top ten movie of all time. Yeah. Oh, that is a statement. Yeah, I, I will live But I think, it. yeah, I think as a couple, Hook is one of our favorite movies. In addition to the Lord, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. As, as you mean as a joint thing? Yes. Yeah, as a absolutely. joint, like our joint, our joint top yeah. ten as a couple. I'll get you on Star Wars one day. Star Wars, yeah, you know, I'm, just, I'm still working on it. I'm sorry. One day. I'm still working I'm on loving, it. I promise you. But okay, Hook, Jade is Rufio. Yeah, Jade is Rufio. Oh man, you play, you play Peter Pan. Peter Jan and, and Malik. What Lost, Lost Boy is he gonna be? He could be the one that looks at him and says, "There you are, oh, Peter. There you are, Peter. There you are, Peter." <laughs> The little black boy? Yeah. <laughs> so you're both going to be little black lost hey, boys? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be Peter Jan. Jade will be Rufio. That yeah. would actually be really Wouldn't dope. Wouldn't that be dope, That though? would be dope. That'd be dope. But who's? But someone's got to be Dustin Hoffman as Hook. <sighs> Jade, and I, Jade and I could be Dustin Hoffman and Peter Pan's son. That is like Dustin Hoffman's <laughs> <laughs> adopted son. Because they That's, both have the matching wigs. Yeah. That'd be dope. Well, we got to have a Rufio and a Peter Pan. Okay, okay. But I agree with you. We have there animals, to be, you know. Yeah, there needs to be a Captain. Okay, we're going to figure out... Captain Hook. Okay, we're going to figure out this cast. We're going to document this. Anyway, I think let's stop it here because this is a nice little nightcap episode. Episode 13. Gentle parents, thank you for joining us this weekend. What else do we have to say? Anything? You, do you want to sign off with anything? Do you uh, wanna... Yeah. Good afternoon. Good morning and good night. Oh my gosh, yeah. that is from the movie. Say it. Uh, I'm not good at movies, you Come guys. On, no. It's a really oh, good one. Oh my god, Jim Carrey yes. stars in this movie. Awesome actor. And his name is it's, Norman. <laughs> it's about a show. <laughs> the Truman Show. Exactly. There you go. The Norman yeah. Show. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining this week's episode of the Mama To Be Honest podcast. I am no longer Mama To Be Honest on the social medias because, I don't know, I just was impulsive one day and I wanted to just be my name. So, Janae McClure on Instagram, on TikTok, and the Mama To Be Honest podcast will remain forever, the Mama To Be Honest podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and we will talk to you on another Sunday. For sure.